get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. MLB Network was airing the Angels game last night and broke in for the ninth inning of Corey Kluber's no-hitter. And Corey Kluber, stoic. I mean, you could not get him to show any emotion whatsoever. But then he spoke to Greg Amzinger, who joins us now this morning on 101 ESPN on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. It's Carriker, Smallman, Danny Mack. And Greg, good morning. I understand that you were able to kind of melt the ice a little bit for Corey Kluber. Let me tell you something. Uh, in my office, I have a photo of me standing next to Derek Jeter, spring training interview, and Derek Jeter's laughing, which I think is one of the crowning achievements of my career. You can't get Derek Jeter when he was playing to really laugh and let loose. I felt like I was entering my first UFC fight last night when I found out that Corey Kluber was going to join us for a live interview. I looked at my cohorts, Carlos Pena and Sean Casey, and it, we, you get borderline nervous because Corey Kluber, I don't think he smiled at his own wedding. I, I don't <laughs> think he really smiled when they said, hey, Corey, you want to hold your firstborn? I, I, it, you really got to bring it, man. And I, I was sitting there, and I, so the first question comes out of my mouth. I go, Corey Kluber joins us now. Corey, uh, congratulations. One of the best nights of your career, maybe the best. When you were warming up before the game, did you feel good about yourself? And he goes, um, I, no, nothing out of the ordinary. That was, that was the first answer. The guy just threw a no-hitter. So we're working on them, and we're working on them. And then I, I, at the end, I go, uh, have you contacted your family yet? And he's like, yeah, I, I, uh, my wife texted me. I go, oh, yeah, what was, what was her reaction? And he goes, um, well, she doesn't watch the games. So, um, you know. She found out at the end that I was three outs away, and um, yeah, she tuned in, and she was very happy. And I go, you know, it's funny. We everyone in the world gets these updates on their phones now, and it says Corey Kluber's three outs away from a no hitter. For your wife, she's like, "Oh, husband's about to throw a no no. I better tune in." And she laughed, like openly laughed. And I paused, and I was like, "Wow, Corey Kluber." Congratulations. I never seen him smile. So it was one of the great moments uh, of my career. Congratulations. Now, the question is, Corey Kluber gets a no-hitter, and it's just uh, it's a thing. It's, it's just happening. It's happening all the time. It's certainly not historic anymore. Are too many no-hitters bad for baseball? Uh, we picked uh, last night which pitcher today is going to throw a no-hitter. So I, I, I've got Nick Pavetta, who's 5-0 and for the Red Sox throwing a no-hitter against the Blue Jays, although the Blue Jays lineup's great. It's weird. I mean, if Wade Miley's throwing a no-no and looking dominant, John Means a couple of years ago couldn't get anybody out, but now he's, he's an ace and he's getting, throwing a no-hitter. You know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, the single-season record is seven no-hitters. It's happened four times. We have six no-hitters. That's not counting Madison Bumgarner's seven-inning no-hitter. So we're, we're on pace for 22 no-hitters. Wow. 22! 22. So look, this is, I, it was a weird moment last night. I, I, my, my phone blew up, not to pat myself on the back, but you know, every once in a while, accidentally, I say something that makes sense on TV. Um, I said, I felt like I was on television last night for the, with the perfect 
uh, pair of analysts. I had Sean Casey and Carlos Pena. And I go, and they're wondering why there have been so many no-hitters. And I look at Carlos, I go, Carlos, no offense, but you were a home run hitter. Hit over 40 home runs a couple times. You mashed the ball, exit, low, launch angle. You were the king of that. What was your career batting average? He goes, uh, 243. And I look at Sean Casey and I go, Sean, you never hit, I don't think you ever hit 200 home runs. You never hit 30 in a year. But what was your career batting average? He goes, 302. I go, Sean, uh, what was the average amount of strikeouts in a season for you? He goes, uh, 40. I look at Carlos and go, how many average strikeouts per season? He goes, 150. And I go, I go, here's what I think happened. Big league players want to be Carlos. And front offices value nine Carlos Pings. No offense, Carlos. We should all, every team should have two or three of you, but not nine. But that's what baseball has now. And we don't want Sean Casey in the game anymore. We don't want a Sean Casey in the game. When there's a no-no going, you want Sean Casey at the plate. You don't want Carlos Pena. And I love the guy. But that's what we have now. We have kids that are entering today. And if, if you ask my son, who's 11, here are two baseball cards, Carlos Pena's or Sean Casey's. Which player do you want to be? Uh, 90% of the kids are taking Carlos Pena's career mm-hmm. over Sean Casey, and that's a problem. Greg, speaking of things that may or may not be good for baseball, the debate over the unwritten rules has been reignited thanks to Tony La Russa and your mean Mercedes. Where do you stand on that debate? Look, it's a position player pitching. There's no etiquette uh, in the game anymore. I love it. I mean, it's a blowout. It's entertaining for fans to watch a pitcher come up there and throw 48 miles an hour. Anybody can do that. Get off their couch and go do that. You get Austin Dio who doesn't have a six-pack out there looking like he's playing in a beer league softball game, flipping some junk up, and we have to worry about the etiquette of the game. No longer is were the Twins respecting, quote-unquote, their opponent. They're not respecting their opponent by putting a guy out there that doesn't know how to pitch. Yeah, he can throw it over the plate, but he's not a pitcher. So if it's 3-0, pad your stats because they don't care. They don't care if you score any more runs. They're just saving their bullpen arms for another battle tomorrow. So I have no problem with it. 3-0, take. What? We'll be here all night. This, this, isn't, a, this isn't a pitcher. I, I remember a coach pitch, our kid pitch, for the first time. I, I'm on the coaching staff of my son's, at the time, it was 10-year-old baseball team. And London, my son, can hit the ball. He's a good job. At, he does a good job at hitting it. And there's a kid up there struggling. Can't throw it over the plate. And all of London's teammates are taking ball four. And they're all going to first base. We're going to be here for an hour. I, I, I walk up to London. I go, dude, uh, remember the game that we play when I throw to London? I, I, I want my kids to be Vladdy Guerrero, okay? <laughs> Swing at a bad ball. Hit the ball. Have fun. Don't go to the game going, hey, Dad, I had a great game today. My on-base percentage was 1,000. Oh, yeah? How'd you do? Well, I didn't swing the bat, but, man, it was awesome. <laughs> Wait a minute. You never swung? No, nah, no. Nah. The kid was five inches off the plate. I told him, I go, if a ball bounces, swing at it. If it's over your head. Throw the bat at it. We got to get some action here. So I, I, I'm okay with it, dude. I don't want Ostadio, a position player, walking seven guys in a row. Mercedes is having a great year. If you can hit a 48 mile an hour pitch over the center field wall, you're awesome. There's no velocity coming your way, and you've generated power. Tony, the game's different now. You've used a position player this year to, to pitch, and it was actually the guy that you're yelling at. You're a mean Mercedes. Before we ever grabbed a glove and played a position in the big leagues, you asked me to go out and pitch. So you're playing by the same rules everyone else is right now, Tony. It's a different day. 
let's let's ease up on that. It kind of annoyed me a little bit. What do you think of uh, Albert in L.A.? Uh, I love it. I love it. I said last night, uh, it might move the, move the needle, but I don't care. I said it on MLB Network. He needed to stay in the game to prove that he can still be, he's still relevant. He can't go away, Dan. He couldn't go away. We couldn't see him the next time representing the Dominican Republic in the, in the Olympic Games. He, he has to stay playing baseball, okay? And for the Dodgers, no one saw the Dodgers coming. The only National League team on my list of possible destinations for Albert the Milwaukee Brewers, because they have no production right now at first base. Keston Kiro looks lost. They have him at the alternate site. Daniel Vogelbach, he's not moving the needle for me. So I thought maybe it would be the Brewers playing next to Colton Wong again. But for him to go to the Dodgers, the Dodgers don't do this because they feel sorry for a guy. They're defending World Series champs. They think he can help them. I think he's going to play a lot more than people give him credit for. He had a bloop single again last night. I think it, it, all it means is is when there's a new CBA and we have 30 spots for a designated hitter that it's a lock it's a lock albert Pujols comes back to st louis to end his career by the way i truly believe that. i truly believe that 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 albert Pujols will come back it, when they when they universally have a designated hitter which i believe is going to happen uh with the new cba albert will be wearing the birds on the bat for one final run with yadi and wayno that that's my prediction what do you think is uh, going on with the cba let's get there first yeah, look, the, the fact that they met Dan already once is a good sign. And from what I'm hearing, it's going to happen again. They'll meet again around the All-Star break. Needs to happen. This is a mayday, mayday situation. If they wait until the end of the year to sit down and actually chat, we might be steamrolling into a, into a strike. I think the owners know it, and I think the players know it. And, and something has to give. Uh, I, I, in, in this case, I think the owners are going to have to give more than they want to. They won the last collective bargaining agreement, and they spiked the football in the end zone, and they danced, and they pulled the pants down. So now you have to actually recognize that and, and, and give a little more to the union who is angry about it. They're angry about the way the last CBA went. So I, I believe the owners are going to have to give. They will. Uh, and you're going to see more conversations happen before the uh, season ends. Sure hope so. Yeah, no doubt. Greg, one more thing. Here we are a quarter of the way through the season. The biggest surprises in the National League, San Francisco leading the NL West. In the American League, Boston leading the AL East. Are either of those spots for those two teams sustainable? No, absolutely not. No. I, I, Nick Pavetta, like I mentioned before, for the Red Sox has been a godsend. Their starting pitching has been much better. At some point, Chris Sale's coming back. But the Corey Kluber no-hitter, to me, was symbolic. He's 4-0, the sub-2 ERA in his last five starts. You throw him in and with Domingo Herman is back. The Yankees are going to have Severino coming back. They've got the best bullpen in baseball right now. Aroldis Chapman has four legit out pitches. He has four-plus pitches, and he's throwing 103. I think the Yankees are definitely going to take that division over a very improved Toronto Blue Jays team. And the San Francisco Giants, I, I, look, man, Farhan Zaidi already learned his lesson by holding on to Madison Bumgarner for one more run for Bruce Bochy. He's not doing that again. The DeSclafani's. The Gossmans, even the Quatos who are going tonight, those guys, he, he, he collected them for a reason. He's moving them. He is trading these reclamation projects to get young talent at the deadline. And, and I think he's hoping that his team is not within striking distance come trade deadline. So the, the San Francisco Giants are built on, on the four horsemen, four guys in their mid-30s, 
Brandon Crawford's on pace for 40 home runs. He's never had 10 home runs at this point in the season. Brandon Belt's in his mid-30s. Longo's 35. Buster Posey's mid-30s. You're not holding back your team because you have four guys who want one more run at it. So uh, I'm not buying either one of them. They're great stories at the moment, but there are other talented teams in their divisions that are going to bring reality back. Who wins the PGA? <laughs> oh, man, I don't even know. Uh, it's, just, it's hard to pick, right? I feel like it comes and goes. I mean, you know, we were all about Bruce Kepka for a long time. Uh, Kepka and I, I, I've lost track of where he's even been. Everyone just points at DeChambeau because he can out-muscle every single golf course. So it's a flip of the coin. I'll go DeChambeau just because I'm bored. All right, sounds good. Hey, have a great day. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. All right, you guys are the best. Take care. That is the great Greg Amzinger, product of St. Louis and the Lindenwood University. And he joins us every Thursday here on 101 ESPN. We do appreciate that. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.